Synth and Electronic Music Show brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Westerball. My name is Peter Coit and I'm joined by Clive Walpole in the, co- in the Sonic Shed. Hello there from the Sonic Shed. Well, we've got a bit of a, a mellow uh, selection tonight, really yeah. leading up to the Christmas uh, celebrations. A little bit of ambiance. Yeah. Let's start off on that, one of our favourite albums the, uh, from Nathan Moody. It's uh, Etudes from Blue Box. Yes, yeah. This is I. Uh, every this is uh, yeah. The album, every every title in the album's got connected with blue. So, mm. Yeah. So this is uh, a tube, and uh, yeah, he's a, he's a, a sort of favourite featured artist of ours, Nathan. And he really is fantastic, sort of West Coast style of uh, of production. He's got this. Um, I think we sort of said before. He's got this. His own uh, modular system. that's sort of book very booklerish, isn't it? Sort of designed around a. Sort of a booklery idea. Well, this album was 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 a uh, I remember based around using one small Eurorack setup with just uh, that's right, just mannequin modules and yeah. a touch plate keyboard. So anyway, this is uh, Nathan Moody. Yeah. With I. Thank you. 
fantastic. Yeah. Now, the, um, looking at his setup, it's mutable instruments, clouds with uh, using for the reverb. Ah! It's a granular synthesizer, but yeah. it does a really lovely uh, uh, reverb mm. as well, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really lovely. Yeah, yeah, I've, I still I often listen to the whole album, actually, that album. Mm. It's really lovely. So we have um, some contemporary Tangerine Dream next, which is, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely harking back to their original sound from the sort of 70s now. Really. It is, yeah. They've, they've used a lot of analogue gear on this, you know, the sort of original stuff they used to use. Um, yeah, we played it, I played this little Lex for a few weeks back, with, you know, pre-release, and uh, I've got the album now as well, so I thought I'd, I'd play a full, tr- full track of it. And um, it's from the, the album Probe 6 to 8. And the track's continuing. But yeah, these are sort of kings of the um, uh, sort of ostinato sequencing <laughs> yeah. in the Berlin school. And yeah, I, I love, love this because it does hark back to the old sort of Fedra days and things like that. With their music and using the uh, lovely pads within the, within the sequencing as well. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, this is it. Uh, Continue.
It was, yeah, and I think it's, you could hear it's got like a uh, an updated modern sound to it, uh, but mm. it's also got that nice um, sort of melatronic stringy sounds in the background as well going on with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it gives you some presence, doesn't it, that mm. sound, yeah. Well, I can't believe you found a Harry Anderson track that I've never heard. Well, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I heard some stuff on, um, I'm sure it was Six Music, mm. and I thought I, I knew all of Laurie Anderson's stuff. Uh, and this is from 1977, and this is, this is from uh, a series, actually. There's a series of uh, about 12 other tracks uh, that were all made for a, um, an installation in New York. Yeah, that's uh, where she started it, but she was an artist really, wasn't she? Exactly, yeah, it was at that time, and uh, this is from then, so, uh, yeah, this this is, uh, I love this as well, uh, just the, uh, the uh, I mean, she captures everything just right, but the idea of it's a, just a conversation that you just have, you might have during the day as you walk around the town, so I, I love it. Yeah, well, she has... Uh, she sort of brings the beauty out in the mundane and the ordinary, doesn't she? That's it, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite humorous, really. I, I quite like the humour yeah. of it as well. But, uh, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, Laurie Anderson, Scott Johnson, and it's uh, New York Social Life. It's cool. <laughs> well, I was lying in bed one morning, trying to think of a really good reason to get up, and the phone rang, and it was Jerry, and she said, Hey, hi, how are you? What's going on? How's your work going? Oh, fine, you know, just waking up, but it's fine. It's going okay. How's yours? A lot of work, you know, I'm trying to make some money, too. Listen, i got to get back to it. I uh, just thought I'd call to see how you are. I say, yeah, you know, we really should get together next week, you know, have lunch and talk. And then she says, yeah, I'll be in touch. Okay. Okay. Listen, take care. Take it easy. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye now. And I get up, and the phone rings again, and it's a man from Cleveland, and he says... Hey, hi. How are you? Listen, uh, I'm doing a performance series, and I'd like you to do something in it. You know, you could make a little money. I don't know how I feel about your work, you know. Uh, it's not really my style, kind of trite. But listen, it's just my opinion. Don't take it personally. So listen, I'll be in town next week. I gotta go now, but I'll give you a call. We'll have lunch. We can discuss a few things. I hang up, and it rings again, and I don't answer it. And I go out for a walk. They drop in at the gallery, and they say, Hey, hi. How are you? Fine, you know, how's your work going? Okay, you know, it's just not like it was in the 60s. Those were the days. There's just no money around now. You know, survive, produce, stick it out. It's a jungle out there, so just keep working. And the phone rings, and she says, Oh, excuse me, will you? Well, hi. How are you? How's your work? Good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, stick it out. Uh, it's not the 60s, you know. Listen, I gotta go now. Yeah, lunch would be great. Next week? Yeah, great. Very busy now, but next week could be fine. Okay, bye now. And I go to Magoo's for a bite, and I see Frank, and I go over to his table, and I say, Hey, Frank, hi, how are you? How's your work? Good. Okay, yeah, mine's okay, too. You know, I'm broke, you know, but working. Listen, I gotta go. Um, okay, listen, we should really get together. Why don't you drop by sometime? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, listen, take care. Take it easy. I'll see ya. I'll call ya. Bye-bye. Bye now. And I go to a party, and everyone's sitting around wearing these party hats, and it's really awkward, and no one can think of anything to say. So we all move around fast. And it's, hi, how are you? Hey, listen, where have you been? Nice to see you. Sorry I didn't make your performance last week. Listen, we should really get together next week. You know, I'll call you. I'll see you. Okay, bye-bye. 
and I go home, and the phone rings, and it's Alan, and he says, Hey, hi! Listen, I'm gonna have a show on cable TV, and it's gonna be about loneliness. You know, people in the city who, for whatever sociological, psychological, philosophical reasons, just can't seem to communicate. You know, the gap. The gap. Uh, you know, it'll be a talk show, and people will phone in, but we will say at the beginning of each program, listen, don't call in with your personal problems, because we don't want to hear them. And I'm going to sleep, and it rings again, and it's Mary, and she says, Hey, Lori, hi, how are you? Listen, just call to say hi, um, and don't worry, listen, just keep working. I gotta go now, I know it's late, but uh, we should really get together next week. And listen, Lori, if you want to talk... I'll leave my answering machine on and just give me a ring anytime. <laughs> she sounds, she sounds so young, doesn't she? Yeah, she does, yeah. yeah. yeah the excitement of the New York scene in yeah. the 70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's brilliant, actually. I love that. It's a bit like Whistable before the lockdown, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is true, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know about uh, Fatima Al-Qadiri. Yeah. Where did uh, you come across? I heard a... Uh, um, I think I heard her again on the radio and uh, looked her up and uh, listened to some some of her stuff, other stuff, and she's a uh, she's a, a American, an LA-based Kuwaiti performer, electronic composer. Um, she's she's sort of into um, poets of the Middle Ages and. Um, and music, really, Middle Ages music. And I've got a, a particular interest in, in medieval and um, Tudor music. Mm. And also, uh, I like uh, Middle Eastern music because a lot of the medieval and Tudor music was derived from that, that music. And this has got that sort mm. of vibe. And I think it goes two ways, you know, the medieval music uh, influencing the... Uh, the the Middle Eastern music and the Middle Eastern music influencing it the other way around because yeah. I think European music was taken to the Middle East and and it, and it also progressed its way back again and it made this mesh so yeah but it's she uses uh, things like uh, lutes but also synths as well hmm. and, and they're all sort of interwoven so yeah it's a very it's an electronic piece using um, tapes uh, tape techniques and things like that as well with it so yeah, I think this is a really interesting um, piece. It's called Medieval Femme, and uh, and I think it's from an album called Medieval Femme. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, yeah Fatima Al Kadiri.
Posh Himalaya. Very. Yeah, like that. And that plucky, looty sound, that's nice. I like that. Very similar to Laurie Anderson in that, yeah. In, that vocal. It's well, um, got that sort of softness to a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, yeah. similarities, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, great, yeah. Well, from medieval femme to uh, a medieval babe, um, Catherine Blake <laughs> yeah. and uh, Michael J-, J. York, who are The Witching Tale, mm. um, with their album called The Witching Tale, which we've played a few tracks before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael's always um, also in uh, Utopia Strong with Steve Davis and Mark O. Pilkington. Mm. Uh, doing their, their, their sort of... Yeah, they're big on the modular scene, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is uh, another track from their album called Where the Sea Snakes Go. Oh, well, well. 
of synths and uh, very, medieval yeah. um, instruments. Very atmospheric, wasn't it? And the voice and, and, uh, and uh, field recordings. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, really good. Yeah, yeah. That's getting more of a thing now with field recording and, and synths are sort of being mixed as well, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Nice, nice. I like that. Lots of uh, plain air uh, performances as well, mm, as I yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Like... Uh, yeah, it put me in mind of a, a track that I come across of my own from 20-odd years ago, 1990, 1995, I think it was. And someone asked me about this EP I released when I was a shape navigator, found the master that, and I found some live recordings that I have no idea where I recorded them or anything. But um, anyway, there's one alternative version of, of one of the main tracks that I, uh, I'd like to play a snippet of, which I think links those two in a way, because mm. I was using a lot of samples... In those days, and it's slightly got it's, it's got a slightly uh, Arabic feel to it, uh, Middle Eastern feel to it, mm. and uh, and um, mixture of synths as well. Keep that theme going, really. It's nice. Uh, and there was a political message in it, mm. "Illusion of Progress." It's called. So this is a. Uh, We've got that now, haven't we? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is um, by Shape Navigator. Mm. Revolution that has nothing to do with the effects. 
technology, people who are poor have a better idea of how people are living rich. Stephen Hawking, and there's also another sample of um, uh, I don't know who it was, I can't remember who it was now, but he was, he was talking about how technology will benefit poor people, there'll be a more equal society. <laughs> and that was kind of like the uh, hope in the, in the 90s, you know, early 90s, yeah. when it was sort of emerging. The trouble is, people <coughs> come up with innovative ideas and then big corporations get hold of them. Yeah, well, we didn't expect all these twists and turns like we have social media and, no. and manipulation and all that. Found we got another archival um, artist as well. Next, yeah, this is someone I uh, there again heard on the radio. Never heard of her before. She's kind of the um, USSR's Delia Derbyshire, really. Hmm. She's very prolific um, electronic music composer, Valentina uh, Goncharova, and um, she, she's been sort of producing music since the sixties. And it's using a lot of radiophonic techniques. She's sort of influenced by um, Stockhausen and um, John Cage and... Uh, Zanakis. Yeah, yeah. There's so many people. Uh, oh, even um, Tangerine Dream, yeah, Klaus mm. Schultz. And um, a lot of her stuff was produced, uh, recorded, she's in tapes. She travelled, she, she started off in... Uh, I think she studied in Leningrad, but she's she's travelled all over the place mm. uh, during her career, and a lot of her stuff was done on old Soviet four-track tapes and things like that, tape recorders. And I think they recently discovered a lot of her recordings, a bit yeah. like Delia Derbyshire stuff, and and that's why it's all coming out now. It's just being produced, mm. and um, this one's called uh, A Passageway to Eternity, and it's from. Um, the first volume of a, of a new release called uh, Recordings 1987 to 1991. So, yeah, this is Valentina 
Goncharova, and I've, I've got other stuff by her, so I'll, I'll definitely be including her in the future because she was, uh, you know, she's a pioneer. Yeah, interesting. Of, of electronic music.
was uh, heading to eternity, listening to that. Yeah, yeah. Very meditative and drone-like, wasn't it? And I like the drone, yeah. And the, 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 the line over it is, uh, I think it almost uh, sounds like what, what we're going to listen to next a little bit as well. A little bit of... It's a, well, it's a simple single, single oscillator, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, well, the next, next piece is from this uh, Stylophonica album that I discovered a, a while back recently is by Kingston University Xylophone Orchestra mm. who is uh, was devised and led by Dr. Leah Cardos who's um, sort of uh, got her students together and uh, formed this orchestra after finding I think she found a, a, a car boot full of Stylophones oh really <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah. inspiration and yeah. uh, I think they, have, they also use a theremin and Volkers and yeah. Om- Omnicall, I think, as well. Yeah, I saw a picture of them, and they've, they've even got the new... The, some of them got the Stylophone synth, the little the G50 oh, right. or something, whatever it is. Yeah, the little, little still Stylophone synth well, as that's well. That's a proper synth, that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I really, I really like it. They've, done, they've got great arrangements, and it's, they've kept a lot of the... Um, well, they've, they've brought out quite, quite a lot of the motion in these these pieces, and they've chosen some classic synth yeah. pieces. Yeah, yeah. It shows the versatility... Uh, of a simple instrument. Yeah. When it's used in this way. This one I've chosen tonight is a music for a funeral of Queen Mary using the Clockwork Orange by um, Wendy Carlos. Wendy Carlos. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. And I think this is a this is a sort of homage to that version. Yeah.
powerful, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. deep bass. Mm. So that was a homage to Wendy Carlos and Purcell. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, <laughs> I like the bass. I wonder what's producing that really deep bass. Yeah, nice. and the sort of the ensemble of, uh, of it all is just such a sort of great sound. It is. Yeah, yeah. A bit like um, Bill Gregory's Moog Ensemble, the way that. Uh, like this monosynths, yeah. single oscillator synths can uh, produce such a great, like yeah, just like an orchestra has has solo instruments, yeah, and to produce a choral sound. And you get that sound on it as well as the sound itself. You can hear the sort of technique of playing the stylophone where you're sliding up and down. Yeah, and it gives <laughs> it's got that particular sound, doesn't it? You hear the percussion of the, the stylus, couldn't you? On the... Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's funny because we were talking in a little while back about the uh, the new Be- Peter Jackson Beatles thing, and someone turns up with a stylophone in that. Do they haven't seen that bit? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> spoil it. Oh, spoil it. No. Yeah, that was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they embraced technology and all sorts of uh, experimental techniques. Oh, didn't they? yeah, yeah. They they you know they, they they I know they they spoke to Delia Derbyshire a lot about, mm. about the recording techniques and stuff. Yeah. Used a lot of tape techniques. I've seen my uh, December edition of the Electronic Sound magazine this week, and it's got the best of 2021. I didn't realise uh, the Polypores album, Chaos Blooms, it was released this year. I mean, it's been seen such a long time it ago. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's released quite a lot of, a lot of stuff since. Including mm. uh, Spongos, one of our favourites. <laughs> but um, it made me go back to this, this album, and uh, the technique he uses for this album is just improvising with, with modular systems. Uh, and he said he listens to a lot of free jazz to sort of get in, get in the mood. Mm. And it's uh, he's got such a great feel, and he's and he's, he's done so so well. Mm. It's very popular, and oh, it's yeah. one of the top one of the top choices of the year. Oh yeah, absolutely. So this is um, what it the computer from Chaos Bloom.
that sort of Geiger counter type sound at the end. Yeah, yeah, a lot of sort of very rapid sort of random arpeggios. Yeah. Uh, like a, bit, a bit reminiscent of uh, Susan Chiani's sort of mm. stuff like that. It's really nice that... Uh, very hard to achieve that as well. Try to get that sort of effect. It's quite hard. Well, it's, to, get it's, it, uh, to get it to sound nice <laughs> or to get it to sound right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's sort of the, the moving tempo and the, the swaying. It's, uh, yeah, usually, it's, it's so easy to get stuck in the in one tempo with a with a clock running. Or, That's the thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having that that variable t- yeah time signature. Yes. Mm. Yeah. The big choice of the year on that electronic sound rack is um, Lone Lady, and it's uh, they, they've, they've chosen it the album of the year. And I hadn't listened to it at all; I've not heard of it. And they've kindly provided a CD with one of the tracks on, which yeah. uh, I thought we'd play as a sort of pre pre banger. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I didn't know much about Lone Lady. It's been around quite a while. No, I saw I saw a mentioned online, and mm. uh, uh, I hadn't heard of her before. Hmm. But yeah. Um, well, she's you know, been uh, signed to Warp um, since about 2010, I think. Wow. Uh, but, um, yeah, she's into using sort of doorless set-up uh, synths and um, drum machines. Mm. It is quite a, uh, quite a dry sound, I think. I quite like it. Mm. It sounds like homemade in a way. I like that sound, though. Mm, yeah. yeah. So this is um, Berries, No Logic.
Funk, this it has, it? yeah. Uh, and I've got to say, if there is no logic, you got to use Cubase. Yeah. Ah. Ableton Live, mate. Oh, Ableton Live, then, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I like that, yeah. Yeah, it's funky. She's playing live a lot um, next year, so... Oh, right. Try and catch her. Right, try and catch her, yeah. yeah. Perhaps she can come this way. Yeah. So the, the last track of the night is... um. From an old colleague, Jess Lelong, is known is going under the name of Discordia, and he was he was oh he played with Shake Navigator oh. back in the early nineties. He was doing live DJ and is contributing all uh, synth stuff and yeah, really talented bloke. He's also a, a really accomplished jeweler mm. and he he went on to sort of do a lot of drum and bass uh, yeah drum and bass stuff uh, known as Sketch. Um, and he's just sent me these these new tracks that I don't really like. Brilliant. It's got a bit of a synthwave vibe to it. Oh yeah, yeah, synthwave. Um, I think he just I think he does it all in the in the box. And, ah. Yeah, you know, he's, he's he gets good, really good sound out of it. Yeah. You know? Actually, um, one of my synths here is I bought off of him the uh, the Wardorf. What the Blofeld? The Wardorf Pulse. Oh, the Pulse. Yeah, oh, right. lovely uh, old analog synth. Yeah. Thanks, Jess. So we're ending tonight with a uh, this piece. And it says it's from the album Dark Side. I, I, I presume he's going to put that out soon. It's called Twisted Dreams. Drum edit.
electronica. Yeah, yeah, sort of bit of a, a Jean-Michel Jarre vibe. Yeah, it's got that. Got like that. Oh, anyone that uses high-pass filters. Yeah. Does it for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't get a high-pass used a lot, do you? Well, it's not. Not used enough. No. Ah, oh, fantastic. Well. Well, we're getting ready for the Christmas um, editions next week. We are. We're um, yeah, putting decorations up in the Sonic shed, mm. and uh, Santa's coming over. Since <laughs> Santa. Since Santa, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, you join us on the uh, Facebook pages and the uh, and the Twitter page yeah, yeah, get, under Coaster Electronauts. Yeah, get, get a bit of uh, Cincy chat going. Yeah, and we we um, live chat on the show as usual. Yeah. Um. Until then, yeah. see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.